Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Go from zero to 500,000 in one ticket. Introducing the Premier Play Instant Ticket from the Kansas Lottery. You could win one of four top prizes of $500,000 instantly, plus a second chance at another half million through the Play On app. It's Kansas Lottery's largest instant prize ever. Let the dreaming begin. Visit kslottery.com for details. Beware of the fog. You're a Swiss from the right wing. The Kansas Jayhawks hit the hardwood every game right here. Wow! What ball movement! There's nothing like Kansas basketball. A big time slam! Be a part of the journey all season long on your home for Kansas Jayhawk basketball. Saturday, the Jayhawks travel to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. The coverage begins at 1230 on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Red Friday is brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. This is SportsCenter. Huge boost for the AFC's top-seeded Ravens. Tight end Mark Andrews out the last seven games with an ankle injury activated off injured reserve. So quarterback Lamar Jackson gets back his favorite target for Sunday's AFC title game against the Chiefs. Unsportsmanlike co-host Chris Canty. He allows the Ravens' offense to be more multiple in terms of their personnel groupings. You've got Mark Andrews. Now you can go out there and play that 12 personnel, not lose a lot in terms of the run game and being able to maul at the line of scrimmage, but also have a guy that can be a matchup problem when the Kansas City Chiefs try to match your big personnel with base people on the field. Since being drafted in the third round in 2018, Andrews ranks in the top three in the NFL in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdown catches. 49ers receiver Debo Samuel remains uncertain against Detroit NFC Championship game Sunday. He returned to practice yesterday, took part in a limited basis after missing Wednesday because of that shoulder injury. NBA Mavericks ruled guard Kyrie Irving out versus the Hawks tonight with a sprained thumb. Atlanta guard Trey Young listed as questionable. He's missed the last two games while in concussion protocol. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Monday. We'll react to the conference championship games and get you ready for the Super Bowl. It's on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our What's up, Wichita? Happy Friday, everyone. It is a football Friday. We get to say that two more times before the NFL season is officially over. Crazy to think that the season is winding down, but we are getting down to the final couple teams left. Trying to get to the Super Bowl. Kansas City's trying to be one of those teams. We're excited to see what happens this weekend, and we'll talk about that and everything else that's going to take place this weekend Right here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, 
ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. If you're out and about driving today, stay dry as much as you can. It doesn't appear to be too wet right now, but we are getting lots of moisture here in Wichita. I'm sure that's probably a good thing for some people. Farmers would probably tell you that. Although I've also heard farmers say that sometimes it's also not good. But right now, I think it's probably a good thing. Probably want it to be a little wet here in the month of January. So if you're out and about, be careful. Appreciate you listening here today. If you have to get out of the car and you don't have a radio inside your home and you still want to listen to the show, you can stream us. That's the beautiful part of 2024. You can still stream shows even though you don't have a radio dial. ESPNWichita.com is a simple thing to do. Go on there. We have a Listen Live link. It's a bright red button. You can't miss it. Let's say you have to take a step aside for work. You're not going to be able to make it back on this program but still want to listen. You can go back and listen to the show by going to ESPNWichita.com. We have a podcast page on there in addition to Spotify and Apple Music. We also have the capability of streaming the shows on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. If you're an app guy, download that app. And we also have the ability to stream via... Sorry, there's a siren that's coming down the street here. We've had more and more of those this week. Fortunate. You can stream the show by telling your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I think I just had a squirrel moment there, Jack, like my like my dog Gordo. Squirrel, and then he'll kind of freak out for a moment and then get back to what he was originally focusing on. Jack Johnson's producing. I'm Pat Strothman. You can call the show at 316-669-4996. Lots of things going on this weekend, so if you want to voice your opinion, on K-State, KU, Wichita State Chiefs, feel free to call. 316-669-4996. You need that number if you are interested in winning some Wichita State Shocker tickets today, not for the game on Sunday, for the game against UTSA on February 7th. We're going to be out there. It's one of our things that we do with Wichita State University, they're wonderful people out that way. We're going to be out there, and we want you to be there too. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets for a little while. So if you want to see Shockers, Roadrunners, Wednesday, February 7th at 630 inside Coke Arena, they continue to listen and be ready to call at 316-669-4996. You also need those digits if you hear the Travis Kelsey sounder. We are giving away a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light Neon sign. Only a couple more chances for you to get in the grand prize drawing. We will have a virtual wheel to spin after inputting all the names, and then those people will be contacted if they won, and we'll go from there. It's a beautiful sign. It's right behind me. It's wonderful. It's a very, very beautiful neon sign. And if you're interested in that, you got to be the third caller to be registered to win when you hear that Travis Kelsey sounder. It's brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to enter. Text line number 
316-247-0923. Lots of people blowing up the text line the last couple of hours. If you would like to continue the good vibes, feel free to do so. Do you have a prediction for the game on Sunday featuring the Chiefs and the Ravens? If you do, drop it on the text line, and we will talk about that. 316 247 0923. Hello, Michael. Ton to discuss. That is for darn sure. And we'll do the best we can over the rest of the show. So we have social media as well. If you want to interact that way, go to uh, Twitter slash X and follow ESPN Wichita and send out tweets, DMs, whatever you want to do. We also have Facebook and Instagram. Speaking of Facebook, we are in the giving mood. In addition to Wichita State tickets right here on the airwaves, you can win an autographed Kansas City Chiefs jersey signed by safety Brian Cook. If you would like to win that, go to Facebook, like and follow ESPN Wichita 92.3, and make sure you like the post. It's pinned at the top. You can't miss it. That's all you need to do to officially be entered. That is it. It's as simple as that. Not very difficult whatsoever. If you want bonus entries, make sure to tag your game day buddy in the comments, and you can tag your entire tailgate group if you like, because there are no limits when it comes to that. You can get lots of entries that way. If you would like to win that autographed jersey, go to Facebook, like and follow the page, and like the post. And then tag your game day buddies. Already got one Chiefs prediction, 316-247-0923. This individual going with the Kansas City Chiefs, 31-23, coming up on Sunday. Hope you're right, texter. That would be wonderful. Patrick Mahomes to the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl once again to try to defend their title. That would be wonderful. Keep the predictions coming at 316-247-0923. Hey, there's another one, 38-28 Chiefs. Well, right now we are 2-0 in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. I wonder if we'll get an official Baltimore pick here before too long. I don't know. Well, speaking of Baltimore, if you've been listening to the show and listening at the beginning of the season, you would have heard Fat Jack from FatJackSports.com tell you the ride with Buffalo, or excuse me, Baltimore this year. Fat Jack's not going to be able to be on the show today. He's flying at the moment, so it's unfortunate. I was really looking forward to it there with Fat Jack, but we're going to have to wait until the Super Bowl to visit with him. I know it's a bummer. I was looking forward to it. But you could always look at his picks by going to Twitter, and you could always subscribe to his picks. So go and do that. The dude has won a ton of money this year. And if you want to be like him, that's – It's a very easy thing to do. Go and subscribe. Go to FatJackSports.com if you're interested. So with no Fat Jack, that means we will do a little bit of Spygate 2024 coming up here in just a little bit. And I think we all know what I'm referencing. And if you don't know what I'm referencing, it involves Kansas State men's basketball. Jack talked about it during the Shane Dennis show, and we will discuss what's going on there coming up at 225. 
After that, our Brunel's Fine Jewelry and Design Gem of the Week. Mine involves a bodybuilder, but not a typical bodybuilder. We'll tell you about that at 2.45. Hour number two begins with our keys to the games. Brought to you by Schofield Honda. Chiefs, Ravens will officially make our pick during that segment. We'll also talk about the NFC Championship game. KU in action tomorrow at Iowa State. K-State at Houston, and we also have Wichita State hosting SMU on Sunday. We'll talk about all those events coming up at 3.02. 3.25, it's the return of Sully Angles from KTV. He's the sports director over there. Last couple weeks have been a little bit chaotic, but we have him back on the program coming up in our number two. And then, as always, at 3.45, buy or sell to wrap things up with Jack Johnson. That's our lineup for today. It is January 26, 2024. Really appreciate you all for tuning in today. Really appreciate the interaction on the text line. Keep it rolling at 316-247-0923. We'll specifically dive into the Chiefs and Ravens in hour number two. I wanted to start with something I saw on social media. And it does involve Kansas City. And I, I find it interesting. And, and, Jack, I really want to get your thoughts on, on this. And I don't know if I truly buy it or not. I really don't know if I truly buy it or not. You have the Baltimore Ravens, who have had a very impressive season. Lamar Jackson in line to be named the regular season MVP. The Ravens get Mark Andrews back for this weekend, which – that makes me a little more nervous for the Kansas City Chiefs because I do think he is a great weapon, and to bring him back into the fold, that could be dangerous for the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Here's what I saw on social media. One individual pointed out, obviously looks at analytics because he pays attention to DVOA, which you take a lot of things into account, and you try to see truly from top to bottom how good a team truly is. And he mentioned the Baltimore Ravens. They are in the top 10 of DVOA all time. Now, that doesn't go all the way back to the 1950s, wherever it might be. So it's not like you're describing the the greatest teams ever, but it, it does a good job of taking everything into account and trying to essentially rank a team, place a team in the rankings. And this individual said, if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs get this win on Sunday, this might be one of the, well, it might be one of the greatest wins for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs just in general. But he truly believes that the Baltimore Ravens are the best team that the Chiefs have faced under Patrick Mahomes. And I find that interesting, Jack Johnson. But I do think when I look at it, Look at what the Ravens have both on both sides of the ball. The Ravens finish with both a first-team All-Pro quarterback and have the number one scoring defense during the regular season. Since the 1970 merger, there's only been three other teams to accomplish both those feats in the same season. You have the 1972 Dolphins. I think we all know what happened then the 1978 Pittsburgh Steelers, and the 1996 Green Bay Packers, all of which went on to win the Super Bowl 
in those respective seasons. Think about that for a moment. There's cold, hard facts when it comes to that. All those teams won the Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens have also dominated some of the best teams in the NFL, including the playoffs. The Ravens are 6-0 and against opponents that enter the game at least three games over 500 this season. They've won those games by an average of 26.2 points per game. Elias Sports confirms that's the best points per game margin in such games in a single season, averaging 36.8 points per game, 26.2 being the points per game differential. Lamar Jackson has 13 touchdowns to one interception in those games against the best teams in the National Football League. Now, Baltimore, do the Ravens have a blemish or two this season? Without question. But I bring up the question about the Baltimore Ravens being the best team. Last year in Philadelphia, the, the entire week when I was there in Phoenix, it was, it's Patrick Mahomes. That's what Kansas City has. Philadelphia, 2 through 53, has a better roster than the Kansas City Chiefs, which was a little foolish by a lot of the people that said that because Kansas City won it. Kansas City has also faced Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. They also faced the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, lost that game, but some maybe wouldn't consider that team being one of the greatest teams that the Chiefs have faced. I bring all this up, Jack, because I think it just goes, and I don't know if the Baltimore Ravens are believing it, and, and if you look at Marlon Humphrey's comments, he believes that Kansas City's the best team in the league. That is a standard, which is why Baltimore, trying to stay locked in, saying that in order to be the best, you got to beat the best. The Chiefs are the defending champions. But I keep going back to the pressure aspect of what we talked about last week. Buffalo, this was the time. This was it for the Bills. They would finally get over the hump and get this done. Only to lose to Patrick Mahomes. You look at this game, Lamar Jackson has done some pretty impressive things. Baltimore has done some pretty impressive things in the regular season and the preseason before. Hasn't always equated to a Super Bowl. Do they finally get it done now with all the stuff in their favor? All the pressure's on them. And I like that if I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Brought it up again last week, and I'm going to keep bringing it up because I think that's Patrick Mahomes and them can go in not having a big target on their back, at least in my eyes. That's what I see. So, Jack, I'll ask you that question. Baltimore is a pretty darn good team. I know you and Shane were talking about if this is the Super Bowl featuring the Chiefs and the Ravens. You guys talked about that. We obviously know that Kansas City has corrected some things, but the Baltimore Ravens, defensively, they're number one in a lot of categories. Offensively, they have the MVP in the eyes of many. They have a rushing attack that's pretty electric. All signs point to Baltimore being the better team. Is this the best team that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have ever faced? And if they get the win, what does that do for Patrick Mahomes and his legacy? Yeah, it's a great question, and I, I think it is something to be considered that if he wins this game, I mean, really what else could you argue against him? And that's even if he loses the Super Bowl. Like, 
you are talking about, I think, an untouchable record, really, to me, is that this would become the greatest five-year stretch of any quarterback in NFL history. I mean, two MVPs, he's won the division every single year, uh, he'd have a chance at a third Super Bowl, of course, taking down this Baltimore team on the road, like... I think in the past of getting to the Super Bowl, I remember in his first one, the argument was, well, he got to face Ryan Tannehill at home in the AFC Championship game. And then it was last year, it was, well, he got Joe Burrow, but it was at home. You know, it's not as impressive to me. Uh, Winning on the road, it does something different. And there's already people now kind of walking it back in the Miami win and the Buffalo win of, oh, well, they won because those teams were hurt, right? There's no excuse this time around. If the Chiefs win this football game, It is against one of the healthiest teams in football, the best defense in football, the MVP in football, and it's in their own house. That's where you start to, you know, really put yourself on a pedestal and in a category of nobody can deny your greatness. Now, you know, it's there are always going to be people that deny greatness, right? There's still people that deny LeBron greatness for what he's done for 20 plus years or (laughs) deny Jordan of greatness. Like it's always going to happen if you're the best player in your sport. I just, I don't know how you could spin it uh, with this current run that he's on. I mean, the Chiefs were mocked. They were made fun of in the regular season for what they were looking like. The drop passes, losing to Aiden O'Connell when he only completed passes in the first quarter and didn't for the remaining three. And that game was at home as well. And then you take that team to the Super Bowl, beat Buffalo and Baltimore on the road. In terms of a legacy, this might be the best thing that Mahomes has ever done if you take out Super Bowls there. Of course, a Super Bowl win, and an MVP win, like that's in a different category here. But in terms of just a win, a football win, the difficulty, what's going against you, to me, I would put this up against any win that Patrick Mahomes has had. It's interesting. If they get it done, Patrick Mahomes is already regarded as one of the greatest of, of, of all time. If he can take this team to the Super Bowl, that would certainly add to his legacy. And I heard ESPN, I heard Greeny and them talking about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and all that stuff beforehand, too. That was interesting. And I also saw some some texts as well come through and talking about Tom Brady. Well, I don't think Patrick Mahomes would thrive if 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 it was him having the same wide receivers as, as Tom Brady. And I'm like, do you see what his group is like now? He's got... Here's the thing that he has. He has a really good tight end in Travis Kelsey, but you know who also had a really good tight end? <laughs> Tom Brady had a pretty good tight end with Rob Gronkowski. That's what, that's what they were able to do. So, I man, this game, I'm, I'm pumped for it, and we'll dive deeper in our number two. But I wanted to ask the question if this is the, the best team that Kansas City has faced under Patrick Mahomes. And – I think it's a very intriguing question, which is why if the answer is yes in your eyes, if that is the answer and Mahomes gets it done on the road in this scenario and ripping the hearts out of all Baltimore fans, just add another to the legacy of Patrick Mahomes. Now, you don't want to just disregard the defense because the defense, both these defenses are really good. Baltimore is number one, Kansas City's number two. So if you look at it from that standpoint, well, if the defenses are the same, then, well, if it's going to come down to quarterback play, then we could be in for an epic showdown, which is why I think you believe, as well as 47% of the people with the Shane Dennis show and, and the Twitter poll question, that's why 47% of the people believe that this is the Super Bowl. One more thing 
I would like to bring up. And I think it's so far-fetched and stupid. But <laughs> you have to bring it up when you see some some dumb stuff like this. And I, I don't know where people get this. I really don't. You really shouldn't believe in Mike Florio at all or Pro Football Talk because he's not very good. And he's been over when it comes to reporting about Bill Belichick. But he is saying there's a lot of smoke that if Andy Reid and the Chiefs, if they lose on Sunday to Baltimore, that Andy Reid is going to be done. He's going to retire. And Bill Belichick would be the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. What what percent would you give that as, Jack? Point zero 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 one percent I just I just think it's silly. And I... And I heard people talk. I think ESPN was talking about it. I don't know if it was earlier today. It might have been earlier today during Greeny. I can't remember when exactly it all happened. But Andy Reid understands what he has. And I know there are times where Andy Reid gets incredibly frustrating for fans. Getting too cute inside inside the, the red zone. We saw it last week with the McCall Hardman situation not throwing a challenge flag when he probably should have there on the very first drive of the football game against the Buffalo Bills. He makes some decisions that make you want to rip your hair out of your head. He makes some de- decisions of that happening, but never would I I think in my mind that Andy Reid would actually be done if, he uh, falls to the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. I, I give that a very slim chance. Well, there's there's some people saying it, and that's why people think Bill Belichick didn't get a head coaching job. They think that he's just kind of waiting around. But there was a texter who said, well, look at Bill Belichick. It's really Bill Belichick and the Patriots' way. It's not Bill Belichick and the Chiefs' way. It's going to be, hey, Brett Beach is going to say, hey, Belichick, this is – how it's going to go. I'm not going to take it if you do this. We built something here. We're not going to just tear it all down and start from scratch. Is it greater than 1%, Jack Johnson? How foolish is this that we're hearing some of this? It's 0%. There's no chance it happens. There's no 0001. It's 0% chance of happening. Uh, even if Andy Reid does decide, decide to retire this year, that's just not the direction the Chiefs are going to go because they're going to bring in somebody uh, that can – almost run the same style of offense. I mean, I know people wouldn't want Matt Nagy in that spot, but I'm sure he'd get an interview. I'm sure Eric Bieniemy would be interviewed, depending where he's at. Mike Kafka would probably get an interview. I don't think it would be a, a really a desire for the Chiefs to go hire a coach that's in, its 70, that's in his 70s. Like, you're looking at what the Chiefs have done. I think I'd understand it for maybe a quarterback or a franchise that had been very, very close but hadn't got to a Super Bowl yet. That makes sense. But Belichick coming here, I don't think just solves everything, right? He's going to try to bring in all of his personnel, run things his way, and I don't think the Chiefs want to do that. It's very telling that even Atlanta, right, that they had a second interview with Belichick, and they still passed on him to go after a younger head coach. I think Belichick will get a job somewhere, but the Chiefs feel like the most anti-fit in the league for Bill Belichick. I, I give it a zero. I don't even give it a slight chance of happening. Well, Andy Reid... I just got this on Facebook from a buddy of mine who is a, a Bears fan. I wonder how he's feeling right now. I'd, if if Andy Reid retires, please let Matt Nagy <laughs> take over. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. If that indeed happened, then that could be a major, 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 <laughs> major issue 
for Kansas City. Anywho, what do you think, Chiefs fans? How are we feeling? On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you in this game? And what's your score prediction? We had a few of them, a couple of them picking the Kansas City Chiefs. One was 38-28. The other one was 31-23. Is that a scorigami? I don't know. 31-23 would be interesting. Keep the predictions coming. Let us know what you think about the Chiefs and Ravens. We'll circle back around to it at hour number two when we do our keys to the games featuring the Chiefs, Shockers, KUK State, and the NFC title game. Here before too long, we'll have our Burdell's Fine Jewelry and Design Gem of the Week. But up next, we got to get to Spygate 2024, and it is solely featuring Kansas State men's basketball. What is going on after what happened in Ames? We'll get into it next right here in The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. An exciting era of Shonker basketball has arrived with new head coaches Paul Mills and Terry Nooner leading this year's men's and women's teams. Take in the electric sights and sounds of Charles Coke Arena while you enjoy the new game day improvements, including the fan-friendly concession pricing, simplified entry into the arena, and thrilling enhancements to the game presentation. Support the Shockers. Visit GoShockers.com to view team schedules and purchase your tickets today or call 316-978-FANS. I tend to second guest dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is up. No good. Wide right. 
Wide right! You know, the sidelines were so positive, which I, I thought was important. We knew it was going to be a tight game because of the caliber of team they've got. Every time I go up against Josh, I know that it's going to come down to the end. It's just the better that he is and the player that he is. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jesse is a friend Yeah, I know He's been a good friend of mine But lately something's changed It ain't hard to define Jesse's got 30 minutes into a Friday edition of The Pulse Sunny ESPN Wichita on 92.3 FM Yes, there's college basketball That is taking place But let's be real we are still very much calling it a football Friday, considering what we have coming up, Chiefs and Ravens. Speaking of which, if you enjoy this coverage, you're not going to hear more coverage from us, but we do have six hours of pregame coverage beginning on Sunday at 8 o'clock. A tailgate report from 8 to 9, 9 to 12 is is when you have a central bank pregame show, and then we have more coverage after that so if you are interested in that make sure to make plans on sunday starting at eight o'clock 316-247-0923 had someone ask what dvoa was jack was able to handle that thank you jack job well done michael apparently is still concerned about my phone uh, michael it's way better thank you for asking I am looking at my new phone, and it has a wonderful picture of my five-month-old daughter who's smiling from ear to ear with some pink overalls. She's a really cute photo. I, I do miss all the contacts that I had. I had to make a phone call to someone yesterday, and I realized I didn't have the contacts, so I had to dig out a business card. That's a little bit tougher, so I have to be old school, but it's a good thing I keep those old school things. All right? It's a good thing. We have another prediction for the Chiefs and the Ravens coming up on Sunday. Third vote for the Chiefs get the win. It's like we're in Chiefs country or something. But this one has a little bit more detail to it. 316-247-0923. Chiefs 27, Ravens 24. Bucker with a walk-off field goal in overtime. Heck of a game. Well, Bucker ended up being really an unsung hero last week in that Buffalo Bills game, largely because of a mistake by Tyler Bass. Bucker, this season, I don't think we've really talked about how good of a season he has truly had. He's had a really, really good year. And that's after all the problems that we talked about a season ago during a Super Bowl run. Hopefully he's got another good game in him. I like that, Texter. Thanks for the specific details. Keep the text rolling in at 316-247-0923. You guys have been fantastic. So keep it coming, please, and thank you. You might have thoughts on this. We'll get back to the Chiefs in, in moments. But you might have thoughts on this situation. And that is Kansas State, the Wildcats. Dealing with Spygate 2024. <laughs> and we got some details on that, but we have, uh, well, this guy texted before, and he's a K-State fan. 
He's the one that, that texted for the first time after the ISU loss. So appreciate you, Texer. Second day in a, in a row you've reached out here on the show. Appreciate you. The guy says, we got, or the lady, I don't know which one's which, the individual, we got Mahomes, Chiefs by 100. There you go. I should put that on a, on a T-shirt, just say Chiefs by 100. But Texter, you might be interested in this, and you might have some thoughts on this because you are a diehard K-State fan. Spygate 2024 for the Kansas State Wildcats. When Kansas State's basketball coach Jerome Tang pointed into the crowd at Hilton Coliseum during that 11-point loss to Iowa State, many thought that he was angry about the behavior of a few Cyclones fans who may have said something inappropriate to him, which that very well could have been the case. But that is not what is being reported by Kellis Robinette from the Wichita Eagle. Turns out they were concerned that Iowa State had placed managers and or other team representatives in spots behind the visiting bench where they could view and possibly even record the Wildcats as they huddled up during timeouts. The sources to Kellis Robinette from the Wichita Eagle said K-State's coaches were worried about those observers quickly passing information to the Iowa State bench coach via text messages. That might explain why Tang immediately walked to midcourt to inform Iowa State coach T.J. Otzelberger of what he spotted in the crowd with eight minutes to go in the second half. Later, they had an interesting follow-up conversation during the post-game handshake line. Jerome Tang. Now, He's, I don't know if he's the one telling Kellis Robinette this, but Kellis Robinette has sources saying that Iowa State was recording huddles and perhaps sending text messages to T.J. Otzelberger on the sidelines. And when I first saw this, I'm just trying to think of, of all the all the scenarios here. What are the benefits for Iowa State? What are the negatives? All that stuff. Let's try to break it down like this. One, Jerome Tang in post game after losing, he didn't say anything about it. When he was asked about it, it was very simple. Hey, I don't want to, you know, go into detail. It was nothing. T.J. Otzelberger, have respect for T.J. Otzelberger. Not going to bring that up. But add another day, and here you are now with this news in making a, an accusation that is one that isn't to be taken like, lightly. And T.J. Altsberger, I'm sure, I don't know if he's going to bring it up, probably won't. But that is, you know, very interesting, right? So Jerome Tang doesn't say anything and just kind of lets it do whatever, which I understand because, Jack, you brought this up. If you're going to make that accusation right after, you know who I expect to do that, Jack? Ronnie Terry. <laughs> Ronnie Terry would do something like that. After talking about the horns down situation, he would very much, after a game, would probably flat out just say it, that Iowa State was cheating. That's what he would do. That's the very first thing I think he would do in postgame. And it would just be really annoying. Anyways, I don't want to get away from the actual deal here. When I am 
trying to figure out is in huddles, I have been behind a bench maybe once. And while it's not as loud at as it is during games, I would still think you would have a little bit of a tough time really catching all of the information that is being relayed between coaches and players. I don't know what Jerome Tang's huddle-up situation is like, but I don't know if you noticed this or not, but at least I've noticed it quite a bit inside Allen Fieldhouse. There are some people that will take chairs and bring them out to the court, and then guys will sit on those stools in a circle, and then they'll have a conversation out there on the floor. I don't know if that's just to try to get away from from crazy fans or what, but that's what people do inside Allen Fieldhouse. At least I've seen it a lot in the games that I have been there for. And if you do that, you're not going to see the plays. You're you're definitely not going to be able to hear what they're saying. And I don't know if people do that because it's inside Allen Fieldhouse. Let's be real. They already have the officials on, on their side, right? So they don't need anyone to cheat whatsoever. Who knows? I'm just trying to, to truly believe what that would do for Iowa State. What what kind of advantage would, would it be for the Cyclones? Because even if you draw something up on a whiteboard, you could call out a play anyways. Iowa State's going to be right there, and they're going to see what's going on. They do their film. They, they research. Surely they'd be prepared for it, which is why, as an offensive player, you got to execute the play. You got to execute. Just point blank. That's what you got to do. So I, I'm just trying to think of what all the benefits that Iowa State would get from here for this risk. I don't think the juice would be worth the squeeze if you're TJ Otzelberger. But if it ends up being true, then real, real rappy, that's not great. We've already had this type of discussion about stealing signs for college football this past year with Jim Harbaugh. And now he's the head coach of the Chargers. Some people believe that he's bouncing. He's taking the Pete Carroll route and getting out of Dodge before someone finally catches up with him. And he's going to get dinged some scholarships and some recruiting restrictions, and it's going to hurt his program. Get to the NFL where that is not under their jurisdiction. You don't have to worry about that. So it's already kind of out there in the news, and there are a lot of people hyper-aware of the situation. To do that, if you are T.J. Otzelberger, and this ends up being true, and keep in mind, too, of what else has been going on at Iowa State as well. You have all the gambling issues that take place. I'll never forget talking to someone where they are giving me information of, hey, if you're an employee and you gamble, if you're an employee at Iowa State, you're done. You're fired. It's over. So they are taking some things pretty seriously up there. It's been probably a rough year just in general there for Iowa State athletics as a whole. But if this is, ends up being true, T.J. Altsberger, it's not a great look. And there needs to be discipline that should be there. I just find it, I just find it odd. Just really, really odd. Not saying Jerome Tang's wrong. You would have to have one coach really spy and pay attention to it just to really make sure. And if they were, I don't know if they have the ability to alert security and go, hey, look at that. 
I don't know if that's even remotely possible when you're away from your own own arena. But I almost wonder if that's something that you try at that point. It's very interesting, this entire situation. It's We were so focused on the officials, but maybe all along, maybe it wasn't the officials. Maybe it was because of the Spygate situation. Jack, help me make sense of this. Please, make sense of this situation, if you would, with the Spygate 2024 K-State at Iowa State. Yeah, I mean it is so uh, so difficult uh, to really break down all the the outlets of this story. Uh, number one, I mean I think Jerome Tang is an animated coach. Uh, we've seen that he's always you know standing up, pacing up and down the sidelines, you know clapping his hands. So that part of his uh, persona, his personality, that that's very consistent. However, very few times do we see him come unglued like that. So obviously, in my mind, I'm going when you don't see a guy react like that a lot there has to be something behind it clearly his coaching staff had relayed to him something fishy is going on and then he either noticed it himself or he was brought to the attention of it and that allowed him to or not allowed him that forced him really to react in the way that he did uh now the the thing that you said which I do agree with it has to be a, a quick exchange right so if Iowa State is recording what's going on in K-State's huddle. This uh, this situation happened with 7.51 to go in the second half. So Iowa State has to record it, then send it to one of the coaches on Iowa State's bench. That coach then has to relay it to T.J. Oltzelberger, who then has to relay it to his players. And it's in all likelihood, you know, it'd be for one play. Uh, maybe it's an inbounds play. Maybe it was a design play to get somebody open in a press pick. Who knows, really, what it could be. But it was clearly enough times that, the assistants found out, and they're like, everything that we're doing is getting bottled up. So that gives you reason to believe Iowa State is is cheating in this situation. Number two, I'm like, how is Iowa State hiding these guys? Are they in Iowa State apparel? Are they How close are they to the bench? That's the one thing we never really found out is where they're truly located because Jerome Tang wasn't very open about it, and we still haven't heard anything from T.J. Oltzelberger. I just kind of look at, at you know all the sports here that we've seen sign-stealing scandals for. Baseball, slower game and easier to steal signs, I would say. And if you relay it, hey, a catcher's putting down these signals, that's what's going to happen when uh, the pitcher makes the throw. That, that's the second signal, third signal. That's what the pitch is going to be coming. The Astros had the, the trash can banging scandal. You know, with, in the NFL, uh, the sign-stealing scandal with the Patriots, Spygate. I think in football, and for a matter, Michigan, in the Connor Stallion situation, you can steal plays and therefore use that against the team for the rest of the game. In basketball, it feels a little bit harder, right? Because there's, you know, how many plays do you think teams run on any given game? Or how many sets do you right. think they have? You know, Are you really going to jeopardize your program's uh, – you know, whole legacy for stealing an inbounds play with 7.51 to go, regardless of how close that game is. I mean, I also just think of, you know, the, the relay process here. I think we've all been to a packed arena before, and I've been to Hilton Coliseum before. <laughs> um, yeah. Sending a video is impossible. <laughs> it doesn't go through. So unless there's uh, other Wi-Fi, maybe it's the media Wi-Fi, you know, getting that, sending it on, right, it's loud. So if there's anything being said in the huddle, you're not picking that up. And then it's relayed to Oltzelberg and it's, hey, K-State's going to run this. Let's let's go through this. So that's the, that's the difficult part about it is how does that really provide an advantage for Iowa State for one play? It's not like Jerome Tang's got the playbook open going, okay, guys, here's what we're going to run the next six possessions. No, it's, that's likely not what the case was. However, to argue K-State's side, 
Jerome Tang does not behave like that. And right. it would have to take a very severe circumstance for him to behave like that. Now, here's what I will say. The fact that now this is, op- this is out in the public, he has to be right. Because accusing a program of cheating like that and it comes out to be false is a horrific look for your program, especially yeah, coming off of a loss. Yeah. Right? If K-State won, it was, hey, we saw they were trying to steal our signs. Like, okay, you still won. Good for you. But coming off a loss, it can be a bad look. Now, for Iowa State, the longer they stay quiet, the worse it gets for them. It's kind of go time now to get out a statement or to do some self-investigating of your own because K-State's reported this now. Kellis Robinette has reported this, that it's out in the open. Iowa State's basketball program is being accused of stealing signs and cheating. It's about defending yourself in that moment and giving hard proof as to why it's not true. I think the unfortunate thing for Jerome Tang and his staff, it's really difficult to prove something like that. Uh, The Connor Stallions one, I think, was maybe a little bit easier to prove because, you know, you you have him identified either on the sideline or he was in the crowd or whatever the case it was. They were able to dwindle it down a little bit, and Michigan got his punishment with John or Jim Harbaugh, excuse me. This one just feels a little bit more difficult, right? And there might be an investigation launch. There might not be. I would just say, though, on both parties, I mean, there's a lot to lose on both parties here. (laughs) TJ Olsenberger's career at Iowa State could come crashing down, or then Jerome Tang for the rest of his career at Kansas State is this coach that accuses teams of cheating when he loses the basketball game. So those are the two things that are at stake right now, and it's pretty severe. And now that it's not just speculation, it's out in the open, man, game on. Let's see what happens. Jerome Tang is a man of integrity. After visiting with him numerous times, that is exactly what he is. So you are correct. If he's going to go crazy on a certain situation, that's probably a good indicator. I just still just go back to to the point where basketball in set place, I don't know, man. (laughs) Like like when it comes to set plays and huddles, you you don't sit there and and you draw up all the all the plays on a on a whiteboard during huddles. Sometimes you do, but not all the time. Sometimes you just sit down and you go, guys, we got to rebound better. You need to box out. Hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to switch everything and this is what TJ Otzelberger though, you're going to be able to pick that up after two possessions on the floor. So what's the gamble is it worth the gamble on your end first and foremost, but also too for K State, it's like, okay, well, again, if they switch everything, okay, they're going to figure it out after a play or two. That's what that's what coaches do. It's what players do. It's just very weird to see this out in the open like this. And I know Jerome Tang, you, you see the sources from Kellis Robinette. You don't know exactly who is reporting that. You have no idea who's feeding that information to Kellis Robinette. And I, I don't know. Maybe the reporters asked Jerome Tang about the situation tomorrow against Houston. I don't think they do. But if they do, it will be very intriguing to see how Jerome Tang handles that response. Same thing with T.J. Altsberger up there at Iowa State. 316-247-0923. Got this here on the text line. A man, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is a, a man or a woman. I was just saying a texter said this. A man, yes, okay. You didn't have to identify, but appreciate your texter. Unfortunate about the fans doing it. Pictures or text, whatever. End of the day, shouldn't really matter, though, on the K-State side. Better execution overall. Other plays shouldn't matter, in your opinion. For real, just execute. Just go out there and execute. You can draw up plays 
And I think that's the thing that I always bring up, especially when it comes in practice. If you know an offense, sure. If you just go doing that over and over again, but there are tiny little wrinkles that that get thrown in on on a on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Hey, we're going to run this action, and then we're going to do this instead to catch someone off guard. Just execute plays. Three one six two four seven zero nine two three. I have heard of high schools using a phone sitting behind the bench and someone on the other bench having an AirPod to listen. Not as much as a video, but audio. That is intriguing. AirPods now, technology. It's all very, very crazy. And then someone also pointed out, man, we've had a lot of text messages. You guys are doing great. If self-staff notices the same thing tomorrow, then does it get more attention it should already be investigated. Tang is an honest man. I agree. Tang is an honest man. If he is going to, if he is the one telling Kellis Robinette that this is what's happening, and he'll probably be asked, at least he should be asked by the K-State reporters, what's going on? What's your opinion on this situation? He is a man of integrity. He has always been honest. That has always been Jerome Tang's thing. We'll see the type of response he's going to give at that point. Appreciate you guys. All those text messages are great, including the predictions that we are seeing on the text line. We have our first Baltimore Ravens pick, 31-28. It's a walk-off in overtime, but it's not Harrison Bucker, Jack Johnson. It's Justin Tucker kicking the game-winning field goal, according to that texter. Keep the predictions coming. Keep your thoughts coming. We always appreciate it at 316-247-0923. We got a hustle. Up next, our Gem of the Week brought to you by Brunel's Fine Jewelry and Design. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Get ready for a rockin' good time at Rockin' Bruce Casino Bremen. This January, it's Grab a Grand Weekend, hourly from 7 to 10 p.m. On Fridays at Rockin' Bruce Casino, winners will snag $500 cash. And Saturdays, it's $1,000 in free play for each winner. Head to Rockin' Bruce Casino Bremen for Grab a Grand Weekend. Just a short drive down I-35 to exit 231. Rockin' Bruce Casino in Bremen. Short drive, big wins. It's Championship Week. Jubilation for the Chiefs' sideline! No one brings you more coverage, including news conferences, interviews, and the latest news on your Kansas City Chiefs than ESPN Wichita. This is amazing. And on Sunday, Chiefs pregame begins at 8 a.m. Six hours of pregame coverage leading up to the Chiefs and Ravens in the sixth consecutive AFC Championship game. It's all on your home for the NFL, 92.3 FM. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. 
Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, is your check engine light on? The free FixFinder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free FixFinder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. Only at AutoZone. Get in AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com. All right, we got a hustle here for this segment. Our Brunel's Fine Jewelry and Design Gem of the Week. We like Brunel's. Nate and Christy are fantastic over that way. Hey, February's coming up. We all know it's Valentine's Day. You might be thinking chocolates and, and all that stuff, right? You might want to think about the future. If you're thinking about proposing, you need to go check out Brunel's Fine Jewelry and Design. If you have an anniversary, whatever it might be, they have it all at Brunel's. A wide selection of jewelry from diamond rings to earrings, necklaces, and tennis bracelets. They have a gift that's sure to make your significant other feel loved and appreciated. So make it a gift she won't soon forget. Find them at the northeast corner of Rock and Central or online at Brunel's.com. Jack, I'll let you go first since I hear the music. Yeah, let's go. Joel Embiid in his 70-point performance against San Antonio Spurs on Monday, I believe it was. Good stuff. I always have a feel-good story. Hunter Moore is a teen athlete, has cerebral palsy, was told he was never going to walk. What does he do? Guess what he does. He wins a bodybuilding event, a competition and I'm telling you, I'm looking at this picture. That dude can take you and I down. He is incredibly strong. He deadlifts 405 just with one arm. It's pretty darn impressive. Pretty darn impressive. All right, that's our Brunel's Fine Julian Design Gem of the Week. Go and check them out today. Back for the second hour here on The Pulse. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. 